0: The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode, what are we at, 233? It's good to be back. We did take a vacation week off. Thank you for allowing us to do that. We didn't have too many complaints. Um, I, we do have a complaint department. It, uh, you can email us at circlebin. At, you know, trash bin, anyway. Oh, um, bin. right. <laughs> just kidding. No, it was it was good to uh, have some time off there. But uh, we are back, and we've got some great announcements this week. Um, and uh, every week, really, every week. Well, every week. But this one, I, I'm I am definitely excited about a couple of these, and one of which will be the first one we'll tackle. But first off, of course, Daryl, we need to remind people. So make sure you're following us on socials. We are 365 MCS on all of the social platforms. Uh, make sure you also like this uh, video, whether on, you're on YouTube or you're in LinkedIn or this audio, make sure you give it a, a like and share it off to socials. We would love seeing when people share that and tag us on the social at 365 MCS so we can see that. We'd love to uh, give you a kudos for that. Um, and of course, in YouTube, make sure you click the bell so you get reminders of when we go live. And today we're going to use the whiskers on our chinny chin chin. Um, and if you don't have any, you can pretend. Um, that's what we're going to use to click that bell button there.
1: What are you going to do Sounds. when you run out of ways of ringing the bell? We're just going to reuse. Be, we're going to blow it, we're going to flick it, we're going to
0: so moving right along um yes. thank you everyone for for making sure that you follow us on social so let's dive in do we need to cover anything else before we dive in nah. yeah. no 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 okay so first off we have uh updated and it's was, it was announced and then updated for us so we can cover that right updated create mm-hmm. and manage power apps from microsoft lists within Microsoft Teams, MC340285. And this is rolling out late March. Uh, that, that was This is the change. It, previously they said mid-March, but it's gonna be late March through to early April. And basically in Microsoft Teams, when you're looking at a list, a Microsoft list, you will be able to create a power app for that list directly in Teams. So you'll be able to click that. It's going to use a pre-prescribed uh, template for that app for you. Of course, you can then go and edit that app if you want to later, but it's going to allow you to create that by uh, following the instructions that are in the message. I looked and could not find any uh, good screenshots or anything here oh, about no I've, I've how got this will that. work.
1: I've got you covered there, Daniel, because I used it for a thumbnail
0: fantastic yeah, there yeah, is some instructions on uh when you go to the additional information but it's not specific to this one uh, it's talking about right. creating an app via the power app,
1: app yeah, yeah. In teams. so yeah it, it, it covers that because i don't do this often if ever <laughs> but if we cruise on down to um create an app while inside teams that's about all i could find in terms of screenshots and what things right. look like um yeah. funny hey like that. They must be using some sensitive environment to have to feel like they need to blur these out. I I would have thought they'd use some demo demo environment. environment. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, just, you know, I think you have to be aware here, of course. This is creating a power app. This is uh, making sure that people are licensed appropriately here. Mm. You know, let's make sure that uh, they are informed on what they're going to get when they click that button. Um, there's other ways of customizing SharePoint list, Microsoft lists, uh, those forms. you know if you're wanting to just simply hide things or or group those fields together, then you can do that easily with JSON. you don't have to use a power app to do those kind of things, but mm-hmm. this could be something that's very powerful um, and does exactly what you need. And you do you know what I need, Daryl? I need uh, every one of my meetings to be an online meeting.
1: Right. Um, yeah, return of the emo, it would seem. Uh, <laughs> uh, acronyms are always fun, and I, I hadn't heard of this one. Every meeting online. E-M-O. <laughs> okay, every meeting online by default. Support for third-party online meeting providers. This is mc double seven nine. This caused a bit of a stir because, I mean, while we know Microsoft has certainly opened up and is cooperating a lot more with all sorts of platforms, you know, it's it's all across all devices. It's not the old Microsoft anymore. Um, we, one area that's really been quite uh, competitive, of course, is the meeting space. And if you're an organization that uses Microsoft 365, generally you're using Microsoft Teams for so your online meetings, but you probably also have chosen. A few other platforms to support daniel and i are consultants and so we often have to meet with um, our clients on the, their chosen platform so we have to have uh, all sorts of clients installed and and be prepared to join meetings from within browsers to be able to support their chosen platform it's just a courtesy isn't it um well this is interesting and it caused a stir because we we can today set our environment so that we can um, add default online meeting details. This being Teams, if you're using Teams, quite useful means that I don't have to think about adding it. It's already done and a, a good way to take it, uh, a good way to approach it, because sometimes situations change. And when we plan to meet in person, we can't uh, more so than not today. We're meeting um, uh, virtually anyway. so details are added autom- automatically now um these the third-party products are um some familiar some familiar com- competitive ones zoom cisco webex blue jeans go to meeting etc the list is there and the way that it works is there are add-ins installed into Outlook which add these online meeting details great that means that you can do that and you can trigger it off yourself this feature. Means that if you, as an individual, have installed um, one of the add-ins, uh, then it's going to become your default. Uh, if your admin has installed it for you, that becomes the default. And with the setting turned on and organisational configuration using PowerShell, then um, it will be the online details will be added automatically. There is one other scenario, though, Daniel, where if you're an individual that has installed multiple add-ins. Then there isn't going to be default details added for you because which one are you going to choose? Um, there isn't a way to signal uh, what will be the default of the multiple choices. But um, what, what's your feeling on this, Daniel? Uh, we still we see Teams and Skype uh, Skype is still being used. Um, how about the support for multiple third parties?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm I understand it, but I'm still a little bit like, really, you know, for the the wars on this online meeting kind of environment where Mm. microsoft really wants people using teams it is a little surprising they're allowing they're going to say okay if you want to use google go ahead it's like really okay i mean good good for you i guess being open but um it seems like to me that you know it's not something they needed to do here but are going to go ahead and and make it happen um Mm. so um Good for them being a good player in the community, I guess. But um, yeah, it's still a little surprising.
1: Yeah, I I would align it to when teams um, supported or started to support third-party cloud storage providers, and they allowed things like Google Drive to be added to a team. But yeah, I think it's it's a good open way of saying, well, this is this is a a choice that we recognise people will make. But um, when is this going to be available? It will be. rolling out early April and expected to complete mid June. Uh, Make sure that you've enabled that setting on your organizational convict in PowerShell. And uh, Daniel, fill us in on uh, quick access.
0: Yeah, pin shared libraries to quick access, MC343795. What in the world is a shared library? we're so this is rolling out targeted release late march uh, through mid april and then for standard mid april through late april so this starts off talking about adding the capability to pin shared libraries to the quick access section and we we've talked about the quick access section on onedrive web so going there and getting access to your uh, sites and such uh sharepoint sites that you want to, you know, Mm. uh, your frequently used content. This is going to allow you to pin these shared libraries. What's a shared library? Um, What's a shared
1: library, Daniel?
0: A shared library is simply just a document library. Oh, Um, is it? Okay. So if you go down, so it starts off talking about shared libraries. And then if you go down in the messages and how this will affect your organization, it talks about document libraries. Oh, okay. uh, so it just switches there for you. Yes, uh, this is not the first, nor will it be the last time that um, document libraries—you'll see them called shared. Hey,
1: libraries. check out Phil's comment. He just reminded mm-hmm. me. Remember, there there is a way to just add a library, which then creates the site in the background. So it's a just another way of creating that space mm-hmm. to work.
0: Yeah, so this is just when you see shared libraries, just know it means just document libraries. Mm. And uh, so you're going to be able to pin those on a SharePoint site, um, be able to pin those in, and it'll show up in OneDrive. And you'll be able to unpin in that section, that quick access section as well. Um, this does deserve a little bit of, I think, a communication to your users mm. so they know that this is a capability. Uh, And they'll also, you know, it may look a little different than what they've been using, right, for that uh, section where you go and get that more places uh, page that, you know, it, it just may look different for them. So I suggest you do have an update to your users in some way, just letting them know that this is arriving
1: for them. I, um, I'm looking forward to this uh, for one reason. Sometimes the places that I frequent disappear off that list, mm-hmm. you know, and and, and hang on, I, I usually go there. Can I have that place back so I can easily find <laughs> it in quick access? Right. So good to see it pinned. Yeah. Hmm.
0: So speaking of shared stuff, I don't know. I'm try- I was trying to come up with a transition here, but speaking of casting, there we go.
1: Speaking of casting,
0: Um,
1: you really cast it wide there to try and, oh, yeah, okay. Um, Yeah, Microsoft Teams, casting from Teams desktop clients to Microsoft Teams Rooms, MC 341571. Uh, If you are lucky enough to be an organization that uses Microsoft Teams Rooms, wait, hang on. If you're lucky enough to be an organization that has provided the environment for you to be able to return to the office to use a meeting room <laughs> the, and, and it's using Microsoft Teams rooms. Maybe you've seen and used this ability to pick up your phone and from Teams you can cast content from um, your phone, your screen. Uh, and, and you just go into Teams you can click that cast button. So that's been quite a handy thing to use if you're in a meeting room and you just want to show what's on your phone without having people crowd around around your shoulder this feature is coming now to the desktop version of microsoft teams uh it will be um similar kind of place in the desktop client i wonder if we have any yeah we do we do we've got a picture there i could blow that up but it'll take a bit longer um so it is sitting under okay let's blow it up quickly it's sitting under your profile photo for some reason um yeah, whoa, okay, bigger. Yeah, so you'll find it under there. I mean, I, I probably would have liked to have seen it in the, the share button because it's kind of part of sharing content, um, but that will allow you to cast. Um, and the the thing about this is it, it, it covers that scenario where if you have got a meeting, but you haven't, you're not necessarily meeting online and you haven't added online details, you know, go back to our... Other message about um adding details online sometimes mm-hmm. you will go and find a room that's spare and there are plenty of them at the moment as a lot of people <laughs> still want to work from home and you walk in and you want to be able to just have a discussion about something on your screen with the people in the room that's that's casting that's the reason for it one question I have about this Dan I'll get your thoughts on this casting and I forget what the behavior is do you think that it's just casting what's within the Teams app to the Microsoft Teams Room device? Or is it that it's just a quick way to leverage the Teams Room device in the room to cast whatever you've got on your screen?
0: Like mirror I cast.
1: Yeah, like mirror cast.
0: I, I think it's just Teams. I, I believe, yeah. we, we don't know, but I think it is just Teams uh, mm. doing that connection. And that's what I would like to be honest now some people will say wait a minute you know i want i may want to show other things you know share my desktop (laughs) i get that um and so maybe that's what it is but i think it is just teams just like it is in in a chrome browser right and you do Mm. cast with a chrome browser to a chrome device um that's plugged in i am i'm thinking that's what it is but maybe not
1: Mm well to to make sure it works uh, you will have to have bluetooth turned on and uh, on your device because the team's room panel uses bluetooth as a beacon and that advertises that this is available so you can cast from uh, the team's desktop this is rolling out mid-march beginning to roll out mid march so uh, done done not done ish (laughs) happening ish we haven't used that one yet happening now expect to be complete by late april yes yes uh insert clever segue here to your message. go
0: (laughs) share computer audio on web mc343789 this is you know when you are in a teams meeting you want to share content uh that is a video maybe um or an audio clip and you want so you want to share your audio uh, there's that selection in Teams when you're doing that. Well, now, when you're in a meeting in, on the web using Microsoft Edge or Google Chrome, you'll be able to do that as well, not just the desktop app. So, this will be rolling out early April, uh, expected to be completed by late April. So, just I mean, it's simple. Here you go. That's what it is. You're going to have that capability on the web, which is awesome. Any, you know, I do have meetings sometimes that I join in the web just because it's mm. easier uh, as, you know, I'm logged in as someone, you know, on another tenant or something and, um, it, you know, or on my demo tenant and in teams. And so I need to go to company and get on the browser or something. So anyway, it, whatever parity we can get between the web and the desktop client, I'm all for.
1: Mm yeah it is certainly a helpful thing and i feel like it's well it has been available in other types of platforms even this one we're using restream to uh, bring content in Mm -hmm. from my desktop um, to to show to you and there's an option that says share the system audio and so similar familiar kind of window good to see it come in teams yeah heidi says uh, that this is certainly one thing that uh she didn't know she needed <laughs> and is excited about it it's funny when those sort of features are released right heidi
0: that's right yeah all right so i actually have the next one as well you do this is and this is a kind of a quick mention but i have a cute story about that. Is it i don't know if i should say cute but it's a funny story music on hold for one-to-one voip calls mc343429 And this is what, what it says when you have, um, teams will start playing hold music for you. And yes, I'm sure it's going to be that elevator, you know, nondescript music, you know, I'm pretty sure, uh, when callers are on hold, and this will be rolling out late March and it'll be completed by early April. And so this is only available for one-to-one those PSTN calls. Um, I'm sorry, it's, it's currently available for that, for those calls. Uh, so there's going to be no impact for, you know, the end user or anything. It'll just play, um, when calls go on hold. And my funny story is I worked for an organization a long time ago and I went into the server area, um, well, the telecom room actually. And, you know, (laughs) you got all the switches and stuff that were for the VoIP system back then and um there was a radio sitting on top of the of the shelf that had an auxiliary plug and it was plugged into the system and that was the whole music so whatever radio station was playing they had selected was pl- would play th- for the whole organization the entire building was powered off of that one radio and it was like a, just a radio with a big old antenna on it and um if you went and switched it then you switched the, the music for everyone uh which it did happen um, <laughs> i didn't do it i promise
1: no I believe it, it, it did
0: happen and uh so it's kind of fun so there's my fun story that's not what this is you're not going to be able to control the music using a, uh, oh, a radio but daniel
1: the, the best part of the story was you said what music or station type of station was chosen and yeah was i mean i think too. it was
0: like light Easy listening is what it was before, yep. and then someone went in there and changed it
1: to like heavy rock metal. I mean, it was, it was kind of <laughs> your call is important to us. Yep, <laughs> so, awesome! <yeah. laughs> yep, um, yeah, look, I don't think you can get away with that sort of thing these days, too, because no, like radio and licensing and royalties and stuff, that's why people have got to get their own music. Yep, sure. Um, finishing off with. An interesting change to the Power Platform Admin Center. It gets a home page. This is MC342090. What did you get today? You get to go to your environments. Yeah, I mean, that could be useful, but your environments probably don't change much. Uh, What will be happening is this home page will be more in line with what you see for things like the SharePoint Admin Center, where you get cards that are useful to you. And uh, the cards that will be available initially will be a message center card, which will wrap up or roll up the most recent message center messages related to Power Platform. Um, and what we've we played around with it again yesterday, just to remind ourselves, when you go into the SharePoint admin center, you can see that today, that's what it'll look like. It'll have like the last four or five messages. You can click on uh, one of those four or five messages and it'll come across and you can have a look at it. So there you go. Nice little overlap with the 365 message center show and uh, being able to drill down and focus on on admin messages for that. So you'll be able to do that with Power Platform. And when you click through and show more, then it'll take you through to that filtered view in the full message center um, that we all know and love here on this show. That's right. Service health card. Uh, Daniel, this will be quite useful, won't it? So for someone who's responsible for the service health of Power Platform, they can just Mm -hmm. zero in and look at some of what's happening in that space. That's right, exactly. Uh, Mm -hmm. Filter by default. Yeah. And lastly, uh, as a starter card, there'll be um, links to documents and training. But I expect that the space will continue to grow. Maybe you might see some things around performance. We can we can wonder. <laughs> Maybe you can make yes. some requests. Uh, we don't know if this homepage card will have something saying, give us feedback, but I'm pretty sure there will be something there to give feedback. Right. But exactly. this is going to be good for all those Power Platform admins that are um, much more useful than landing on environments that probably yep. don't change much.
0: That's right. So... Mm. The home the, a new admin page that will be actually useful. Yeah,
1: and will continue to grow. That's right. well, that that is it for messages. and I know like we did have a lot that that were available for us to cover. <laughs> once we got them restored,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it um, but you know we covered the ones we felt like uh, were important for you to hear. Of course, make sure you're reading all of the messages, especially remember those that are updated, making sure that those updates don't impact you and maybe impact the story that you've told your users. Uh, Maybe maybe it is release date, but maybe it's functionality or maybe it's clarity in the message. Make sure you're reading those to see what those updates are. And of course, make sure you are following us on all the socials. We are 365 MCS. Make sure that you go ahead and share like right now after you click the thumbs up button uh on this video or on this audio podcast go ahead and click the share button as well and put it on twitter or facebook or insta or i'm just going to stop naming but we're on all of them (laughs) share those messages out make sure you tag us 365 mcs
1: we're not on TikTok, daniel i mean are you inspired to do like a short interpretive dance thing around what this message center message means
0: no uh maybe maybe if we get more subscribers then that is something we will definitely look into so but you got to share it out to get us more subscribers so
1: TikTok. all right thank you right. we'll see you again for episode thirty two, four. thirty four two thirty four Three, two, four, four, two, um, whatever. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Next time. See you next time.